Welcome to the IY Podcast. Each week we will post the great messages that are preached at our Friday night services. So if you missed it or you just want to listen back again, this is the place for you. Let's get into it. So I just want to get something out there, something really important that I wanted to talk about. Uh, well, the topic is, if you want to take notes, it is what is worship and what it isn't. So it's kind of the both sides of the spectrum. Um, but I wanted to start by saying that when it comes to singing songs to God and when we're in this atmosphere, that it's very important to know what you're singing. And the reason why is just because the words that we say, even when we're not singing, if we're just talking to people, have hold a lot of weight to them. So, um, you know, there's a term that I've heard, like, been mentioned before, which is lip service, which is when... Um, especially for people who have been going to church and youth for a while, can kind of get in this habit of just singing the songs because they're songs and everyone else is doing it. But I just want to, this is more of an encouragement that I just want you guys to kind of um, not so much debunk the words because we wouldn't be singing them if they were incorrect. <laughs> we wouldn't be singing incorrect songs, like uh, theological songs to you guys. But just what I like to do is I sometimes will just get lyrics from a song that I really like and just read it without the context of the music because music is pretty emotional. Um, Anyway, this is more of an encouragement, but just wanted to let you guys know that's a good thing to do. Um, So yeah, I have a fun fact for you guys. Did you know that worship isn't music, right? I mean, it can be. It's a tool used for worship, but worship as a thing isn't, um, sorry, music as a thing isn't worship. Like Metallica isn't a worship band, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, as much as I would wish that they were. <laughs> um, but in fact, worship as like a whole thing is coming into agreement with God. And as you've heard before, it's surrendering to God and just letting him into your heart without, you know, trying to make it all convoluted and stuff. Um, and I just want to say that it doesn't really matter so much about your outward expression. Like if you have your hands raised and like, that's good. And I just want to clarify, I'm going to keep clarifying this, that it's good to have your hands raised and your eyes closed and singing to the top of your lungs. That's really good. But that's not, that is also not what worship is as well, because it's just a physical act. You can totally be like, I know when I was first coming to youth, I'd see people do that. And I was like, oh, is that what they do here? So I guess I have to do it. This is before I was like a Christian and all that, but um, yeah, so like I said before, if we're not meaning what we're singing, better yet, uh, not letting God into our hearts, then it's not really worship. It's just us kind of singing songs together because it's fun. And it's a people thing, do, do this thing on songs, so I should do it too. Uh, and a misconception that I had when I first became a Christian is that worship equaled brownie points to, with God. <laughs> um, I don't know if any, if you guys, uh, that's a pretty popular term, brownie points, but um, yeah, now, I don't know if you guys remember this, but back, I don't know if they still do it. I, they, I'm pretty sure they do. But back when I was in primary school, kindy did like year six, they'd have these boards on the wall where every time you do your homework, you do something really good, teacher puts a star on there. It's like, good on you, Jim Bob. You did really good. Gonna, you're going to win something. And usually the goal is that you fill up the whole thing, and at the end you get some like candy pack. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so they reward the, the students stuff, and I don't know if people still, still do that. You guys aren't really in primary school anymore, but I know that's what they did. Um, but I know that I used to think that's what worship was like. Like, if I was uh, worshipping God, that God would reward me because I was doing a good thing, as opposed to, like, it becomes more of a, okay, God, if I do this, you'll do this for me, right? Like, that's just how it's going to go, like, kind of this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, exchange, thank you, Jenna. Yeah, an exchange. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. As if me worshiping would add stars to my little sticker board, 
and giving me some fortune at the end of my life or whatever. Like God's going to be like, yeah, because you did these good things for me. I mean, it's good to do good things for God as well. I'm going to clarify that as well. But that's not, yeah, do you get what I'm trying to say? Um, so yeah, that, that's what worship isn't. It's not trying to get God on your good side or anything like that. Uh, and like I mentioned before, worship is surrendering to God and just obeying Him. Like, you can literally like, worship God by washing the dishes um, and just being like, like not angry towards your parents because they made you wash the dishes or anything like that. You're just like, you know what? I'm going to honor my parents because that's what God tells us to do as well. Like, honor your parents. So that's obeying Him. Worship. Wow. It's just this whole thing. Um, so yeah, I just want to pull from 1 Corinthians 10, 31. You probably heard this uh, scripture um, a lot. Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate the support. Um, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And that's, I don't know if you guys would have heard that in school, um, depending on what school you go to. But it is, it's a really like, important uh, scripture, I think, and I believe as well, because it kind of, <laughs> I think we can make worship really confusing and we can kind of just make it all about like, oh, I have to make sure I do this and that. But it's literally just, if it glorifies God, and you're surrendering to God, you're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> you are worshiping. Now, I'm going to get a little more deep, and I don't know how strict we are on time at the moment, but um, a little thing that I, I was thinking about is that it's really good to know things about God, you know, uh, read your Bible, learn about Him. Very important. Um, but sometimes we just need to simplify it and just know God for who He is as opposed to the ideas that we have about Him, right? Um, and it's just getting the fact that God is an all-loving, all-knowing God that made you out of love, and all he wants is just a relationship with you. He doesn't, you know, like, he wants you to live a good life, but he's not going to, you know, belittle you because of things you've done in the past or things that you would probably do now, because that's not the type of God he is. He's not a, um, he's a loving God. He's a loving God. And, yeah, and he wants to know you personally, and all you can do is surrender your heart to him, and I've said that word surrender a lot. It's very (laughs) important. If you guys... I'm going to do, I don't know if anyone knows Glenn Garine, but if you haven't written anything down, I want you to write down that word, surrender. That's all I want you to get, all right? I hope, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to know some people got that. Um, and that can actually lead us down a spiral of like when we watch other people, like I don't know if you guys have ever done this. I know I have in the past where like worship is, go- like praise and worship is going on. You're just standing there looking at what other people are doing and you're like, wow, that person's got their hands raised. Like they must be so in tune with God, like they must love God so much. And you see someone like standing there, like not doing anything. You're like, oh, they must just not love God at all. And then it kind of becomes this thing of like, if you see people who you believe know so much about God, then you'd be like, oh, well, I don't know anything about God. So I can't do that. I can't worship. And then you see people who are just like chilling. And you're like, oh, it becomes like, yeah, sorry, let me finish. <laughs> I'm going too quick. You, if you see someone just chilling, not really doing much, then you can get in this idea that I know more than God. So therefore, I can worship him better than you. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, but that's not what God intends for us in in worship. It's not about a competition. Um, And he doesn't so much care about the outward expression. But like I said, that is good. Um, If your intent is about a heart thing, right? If your intent is is right, um, then that's what he really cares about. It's more the the intent. Um, Yeah, and like I said, it's what your heart says about like who he is as opposed to some idea that you have of him, like the truth about God, how he just loves you, right? Um, and that can like change your thought process like crazy. Like I, when I got that, 
it made worship so much more easier for me because it wasn't this thing of like, I want to be better than someone else standing next to me or just someone else that I know and this insecurity of, oh, I'm not as good as this other person to just being a one-on-one thing with God. Um, and the funny thing is someone that could be standing still like just blankly, like maybe eyes are closed, eyes aren't closed, arms crossed, like they could be worshiping God hard out and that's how it is for them because worship is a very personal thing. Um, and like we can get in, like, and I know I've done this so many times in the past where you can get in this thing of, oh, they don't, they're not really worshiping because they're just not singing or doing anything. But I, I'm not going to name any names, but I remember back in the day, I knew I had a friend who would often do that. And I remember asking him, like, why, like, why don't you just stand there? Like, why aren't you like singing? And then he pretty much, he said that exact same thing to me. He's like, well, you know, worship is pretty, is a really personal thing. And it's not so much about how you look when you worship. It's about your heart. And I was like, dang, you got me. <laughs> um, so yeah, and yeah, I want to reiterate again, raising your hands, closing your eyes, and singing loudly is good. If your heart is right, it's good. I'm trying to do thumbs up, but my hands are both occupied, uh, like both my hands are occupied, so it makes it pretty difficult. Um, yeah, you can be standing still whilst believing and knowing that you are in the presence of God and get the best worship experience of your life just because you're like, God, I'm here. I'm here to hear from you. I'm not, like, just here to give thanks to you. Um, so yeah, and like I said before, worship is a very personal thing, and it can also be very, it can be a seasonal thing too, like during, you know, praise and worship time, you might be thanking God like the whole time for things that he's done and, and all that, and then there may be times where you're asking God for help because you just feel desperate for him, and it's not, like it's not, one's not better than the other, like they're both good because it's still that surrender to God and just being like, you are the creator of my life, and I'm just going to give you everything, so Yeah. Uh, and I just want to encourage everyone that there is no giant, big or small for God. Like, there's nothing, no burden that is heavy for him. And if you ever feel like in worship, like, you can't. And I know, like, I, and I keep pulling back to I, but I just want to make it personal. I want to be real with you guys that um, I would get in this thing of because I'm upset or because I'm, I think I'm not good enough, that I'm not good enough for God. And would make, like, I just wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't participate in worship and stuff because I felt like, God wouldn't love me because of the way I am. And that's not true. Like, it's not true at all. Like, he loves you just as you are. Um, so, yeah, the point I'm making with all of this that I've told you, I hope this wasn't just an information dump. Um, the point I'm making here is that, this probably sounds cliche, but with worship, like, anything is possible, right? Like, God can really speak into your life and into your heart. And in turn, by doing that, um, you can speak into other people's lives because of what God has said to you. And another point that I really quickly want to say is that worship is another opportunity to give back to God as well. Kind of like, I mean, it's a bit different, but if you think about that analogy I had earlier, it's as if you're giving him stars, but there's no like real payoff. It's just like, God, I love you. He's a star. I love you. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's like the, the way I could, you could flip it. Um, but yeah, so I was, and you've already gotten so many encouragements today, uh, tonight rather, um, yeah, I just want to encourage you guys again, like, we're going to, we're going to sing in a bit, um, we're going to keep going, and just come into that space of, you know, just opening yourself up to God, and I know you've probably heard me say this a lot, and it's because it's true, and I don't just say it because it's like a thing that worshipfully to say, but it's that thing of, don't worry about what the person next to you is doing, and if you're, if you're confused about, like, what worship is, just literally ask God, like, what is it that you want me to do? And just become vulnerable for him because that's all he wants you to do. And that's like proper worship. And yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you, guys.
Very much appreciate that.